Praise God. Bless his wonderful name. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 5. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 2 and 5, and it reads that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. What does that mean? The wisdom of man. In the next verse, it talks about the wisdom of this age. The wisdom of this age is the wisdom of man. The wisdom of this age is simply today's philosophy. What does the world think? The world's philosophy. Let me give you some examples of that. Uh, an example, once again, is the LGBTQ movement. The LGBTQ movement. That is based on the wisdom of this age. But the word of God tells us to uh, for our faith not to be in or stand in the wisdom of man. This philosophy of doing things, but in the power of God. Now, let me give you another example. Now, this is a little different. It is not a an organization per se, but it's several organizations. You see, the enemy has uh, this mastered this art of divide and conquer the wisdom of men. The enemy loves to promote diversity. Once again, there's nothing wrong with diversity, but once again, when diversity is promoted, what do we see? See, once again, there's nothing wrong with celebrating your ethnicity, your, your race or, or your gender. There, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, in the word of God is there's a lot of celebration regarding the Jewish culture. There is God doesn't mind you celebrating that. But the problem comes in when you have this seeds of hatred, discord. Many times, let me say this, the enemy is very tricky once again. He will disguise this celebration. You know, I'll, I'll say it this way. There are groups within these different uh, 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 groups such as gender, male, female, or, or uh, different groups regarding race and ethnicity there's group within groups within those organizations that have a different agenda. What do you mean, brother pastor? See, they come in the guise of, they'll say, listen, we just, uh, want equality. We want equality. We want a seat at the table, but in actuality, if you would join those organizations and begin to go up into the ranks, you'll soon realize that many times the organization have a different uh, motive. Their motive is to conquer, to to dominate. Not to have a seat in the table at the table, not to uh, have equality, but to dominate. In other words, they want all the world, those who empower to be like them. In other words, how they look, that is many times their hidden agenda. You see the enemy has seeds. He'll plant these seeds and you only find out if you end up joining certain organizations and you be, or you begin to hang with certain leaders. His agenda is to take over. Now think about it. 
if the enemy wants every organization, gender uh, organization or, 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 or uh, ethnicity or race to take over, we're talking about dividing and conquering. He will divide and conquer. They're all going they're based on the enemy's lies, the lies of the devil. The word of God says he's the father of lies. He's the father of lies. The word of God says once again, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but the power of God. We said earlier that the wisdom of man, another name is the wisdom of this age. Now that points to another scripture. If you have your Bibles, turn to Colossians 2 and 8. Well, I'll read out of the NIV. It says, see to it that no one takes you captive. Some version says, beware, lest anyone take you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human traditions and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Again, it says, see to it that no one takes you captive. What does it mean to be captive, to be captivated, to be intrigued, to have your attention through hollow and deceptive philosophies, hollow and deceptive philosophy. In other words, philosophies that's based on nothing, nothing substantial. It just sounds good. These philosophies is based on human traditions or the world's way of doing things. The traditions of man. I can say also along with the traditions of man is based on the intellect of man is based on experiences of man rather than Christ. These philosophies. This mentality of whatever ethnicity or gender the, the, to take over. Now, we see seeds of this rebellion or the dis discord many times in social media or different media outlets, particular Hollywood on television. We see movies. You see, uh, once again, there's nothing wrong with celebrating one's uh, culture or one's race or ethnicity or gender. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem comes when you begin to have these seeds of uh, domination. So in the movies, and let me say it this way, the enemy loves to, if the enemy promotes some organization or some culture, then he always has, is always at the expense of someone else. So we begin to see movies that uh, that promotes different ethnicity or gender where the person uh, they're smarter and wiser than anyone else. They are stronger than anyone else. And once again, that uh, particular culture or gender is celebrated. One, nothing wrong with celebration, but it's always at the expense of other cultures. If you notice, that's not the way God operates. He listen. He believes in everyone coming to the table. Now, why can I say this? Because remember, let's go back. You are not your own. You are a Christian. You're not even from this world. You are a Christian made in the similitude of God. You are made a speaking spirit. Once again, in the likeness 
of God. This is not our home. So you are first a child of the most high God who happens to be black, white, or some ethnicity, male or female. Those were God's choices. Those were God's choices, not yours. And there's nothing wrong, once again, to celebrate. But when you begin to have ideals and fathom and fashion ideals in your mind, that if the world was just like us or if if we my my group, a subgroup of people, if everyone was like us, if we if we were in charge, everything would be all right. And see, once again, the enemy is so deceptive. He will have. Listen, you they'll all they all say the same thing. We just want equality. We just want a seat at the table. But that's all under the guise of the actual motive is domination. It's just like the enemy to divide and conquer, to divide and conquer. Now. Let's look at a, a, a few things since this is Black History Month. Let's let's look at some things. And once again, it's nothing wrong. We ought to celebrate the goodness of God, the contributions of African-Americans to this country, how God has used the African-Americans to bless this country. We ought to honor those who gave their lives for our freedom. We thank God for those those people outside of the culture who God moved upon their hearts to to risk their lives, who some of them gave their lives to free the slaves. Yet the Underground Railroad. Now, we understand we didn't free ourselves. No, 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 no. We didn't free ourselves. You know, it's interesting. That's one of the lies the enemy loves to tell. What do you mean, brother pastor? Have you ever heard the statement? You listen, nobody can tell me uh, how to fix our problems in the African American community outside of our race. Because, see, you can't tell me how to fix my problem because you don't know what it's like to be in my shoes. You don't you don't know what it's like. But isn't it interesting how God still used some people outside of your ethnicity, but outside of our ethnicity? outside of our race to help us. If you notice, God moved upon Christians to do that. The abolitionists, there were Christian ministers of those people who were God-fearing people. They sued, they saw the injustice of what was happening to, to the slaves in the South. And God moved upon their hearts to help. You know, as long as we have that mentality, that no one outside of our race can help us with the problems within our race. Let me say something. You are greatly limited. And as long as you have that mentality, once again, you'll be limited. The word of God says once again, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man based on traditions of man, based on the intellect of man, based on the experience of man rather than Christ. Listen, you all, we have to be careful of these things. See, once again, this sounds so, it sounds like it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? No, 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 no. You are Christians first. The Lord may give the answer to someone who's outside of your race. In fact, let me say this. God has already given us the answer. What do you mean, brother pastor? 
He's given us his word. If we look in the mirror of the word of God, we can see in the word of God how to fix our problems. The answer is the word of God. If you notice, the word of God says once again that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. The scripture says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. The answer, salvation, not only salvation for your soul, but your healing, your deliverance, your prosperity, everything is in the word of God. So if I look at the perfect law of liberty, if I look at the mirror of the word of God, if I see that I don't look like what Jesus said I am, I can change, through the, I can renew my mind through the word of God where I will eventually, I will become just just like Christ. That is the answer. Once again, the word of God says that your faith does should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. The power of God is the word of God. Have you heard people say this? Uh, you can't tell me anything because I'm a woman. You don't know what it's like to be uh, have a woman's body. You don't know what we go through. All of this sounds great and it's so intellectually soothing, but it's contrary to the word of God. What if God wants to use a man to help you with some of those issues to bring light on the, to that subject? Because we know the answer is the word of God. But yet the enemy is a master of 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 intellectualizing certain philosophies. Once again, the word of God calls them hollow, deceptive philosophies. Based on the, the traditions of man, man's way of thinking, man's experiences rather than Christ. Rather than Christ. We have to be, watch out for these philosophies that does not line up with the word of God. I am specifically talking those who have who are blood washed. I'm talking to you this morning. I am talking to you. Now, let's go on. I made a statement. God may want to use someone else to help you solve your issues. Now, I'm talking individually now. Now, let me say this. There in my life, God has used not only people that look like me. In other words, not only black males, but thank God for the females. God has used some sisters to help me. And I thank God for them. But guess what? God has also used some white males and some white females, some people from some different uh, ethnicity to help me along my journey. God used them to help me. And so it is with you. You know, there's so many of this social uh, uh, philosophical ideals that rooted in the wisdom of this age. Once again, it has nothing to do with God. But many times the problem comes in is we as dear children of God, when we begin to accept some of these philosophies, we don't understand when we accept these, some of these philosophies, we weaken our faith in the word of God. Let me give you a, a, another example. Have you heard uh, this saying, basically, I've heard people, several people say, you know, if you're black, you cannot be a racist. If you're black, you cannot be a racist. 
You all, that's the furthest thing from the truth. And the reason is because the country, the 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 institutions uh, in this country was not was never meant for you to succeed. It was not for you. It was racially discriminated where you cannot succeed referring referring to the government, the educational system, the judicial system. You were never meant to succeed. So you cannot be a racist. They may say that, you know, you can be prejudiced, but you cannot be a racist. You all let me tell you something. That's one of those philosophies that's based in in the in the intellectual human traditions of man. This is basically is deceitful. It is hollow deceit, a hollow, deceitful philosophy. Can I share something with you? (laughs) Do you think when we see when we appear before the judgment seat of Christ? Or will be before we will we see God when we see him face to face. When the Lord asks us the question, why didn't you do what what I called you to do? Do you think anyone will be able to tell the Lord Jesus Christ that the institutions here in America said that I couldn't do it? It did not allow me to do certain things. Yeah, I know what you called me to do, but I was bound by the institutions here in the United States. Do you think the Lord Jesus Christ is going to go for that? When God has called you to work regardless of those institutions, whatever they say you couldn't do. In fact, the Lord Jesus Christ wanted to use you to make a difference and to change some of the philosophies. But you adhered to the philosophical uh, uh, ideals of this world. Let me say it a different way. Do you think before when we when we appear before the judgment seat of Christ, when the Lord says, you know, uh, uh, you have some racial tendencies. Why is that? Are you think anyone can say, well, Lord, you know, that wasn't really racism because based on America, the Institute, you think the Lord is going to go for that? No, we all know that's some mumbo jumbo embedded or created out of the mind of the wicked one sold to the intelligentsia of the Americas, particularly the black intelligentsia, if you will. This is foolishness. God is not pleased with it. Once again, the word of God says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. The wisdom of man. Let's go a little deeper. You know, I remind in the word of God, one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament by the name of Moses. I think it's quite interesting that Moses. Now we understand his first wife was a poor and I don't know all exactly what happened between them two, but we had another wife. The word God says was a Cushite. Isn't it interesting how the Lord used a woman from a different culture, a different ethnicity, a different race to support this man to do to assist him with his assignments. In other words, to help him while God used him mightily. Now, his family got involved. They did not like his choice. They did not like that his, his wife was a black woman. And Miriam got in trouble for it. The word of God says she was stricken with leprosy and her brother Moses had to pray for her. So let me say the word of God says that these things are written for our example. So why is it 
that we allow our culture, our race, our ethnicity to say, you know, you can't marry, you shouldn't marry outside your race. Wait a minute. This is contrary to the word of God. The word of God says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. Now, let's look at it. Why do they say this? I've heard this as a black male. I've heard this many times. They'll say things such as, well, you know, uh, if that if you marry a white woman now, you know, if that white woman call you the N word, you're going to have some problems. Well, can I share something with you all? I would have a problem if any woman, black or white, called me the N word. So I refuse to allow a small philosophy, a small, small idea such as that to keep me from God's best. Now, I don't know. I'm not dating anyone. I don't know who God has for me, but I'm no longer under the yoke of bondage of my race or my community. Because the word of God says something different. Once again, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. Listen, I don't know who my wife would be. Her name may be Rosita. It may be Amy. I don't know. You know what? The same thing go for you. Listen, young lady, your husband may be uh, Jose or it may be Galvin. I don't know. But the point is, don't be limited to your family, because oftentimes our family is the one that will cause us not to marry God's best for us. I submit to you that there are many people who who it was God's plan for them to have an interracial marriage, but they did not go with the plan of God for fear of their family or, or their community. They didn't do it. Anytime that there's fear present, you don't get God's best. Many times you open up the door for the enemy to attack in that area. Y'all know many times y'all know what ended up happening. Those same people will have affairs on their spouse with what they really like. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Allow God to do his work and shun your family. Let me tell you something. Big mind is not going to live with you. Do what God is calling you to do. Once again, big mind them won't be there when and when you appear before the Lord. OK, why didn't you marry who I told you to marry? You knew you were supposed to marry this person. You all, we can't be moved by those world's principles and philosophies. You know, once again, the enemy has all kind of traps for us. Let's dig a little deeper. In our educational system, you know, recently there has been uh, the promotion. We have seen the promotion of HBCUs. Well, praise God. Um, and let me just uh, where I'm going. Let's define HBCU for those that do not know stands for historically black colleges and universities. PWI stands for predominantly predominantly white institutions. So once again, recently we have seen uh, the promotion of HBCUs. Oh, I asked them, hey man, what college did you attend, man? And they put their head down and say, well, you know, I, I, I went to a PWI. I, I, I should have went to, to, to a black college. Uh, says who? Says who? The college does not define who you are. 
Listen, if you're a child of the most high God, you simply was led by the spirit of God to go to whether it's an HBCU or a PWI. Listen, the word of God talks about us glorying in man. We have elevated. Now, once again, there's nothing wrong with, with, with attending an HBCU or a PWI. You should allow God to lead you. I'm a product of an HBCU. I attended an HBCU, but that's because I was led by the spirit of God. Let me tell you something. One type of institution is not greater than the other. But once again, with this with this promotion of HBCUs, don't get wrong. Thank God for them, because a lot of times, listen, we were kicked down. We were discredited. We were denied financial uh, assistance that we were denied the uh, a lot of financial uh, uh, appropriations that should have been given us. We were denied. That is true. But at the same time, we still have some problems within HBCU. But the problem, but this is the this is the thing. It was your never your decision. You selected the cause because that's the cause that God has for you, and you were successful there. So it is with your with your children. Listen, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Just because listen, allow God to say, to show them to direct their path. It may be that God, listen, that God wants them to attend an HBCU. It may be God's plan for them to attend a PWI, but you allow it to be God's choice. It's all a part of God's plan. There is none better than the other. So we got to get out of this vain, empty philosophy of one being better than the other. You all, the word of God says that your faith does not stand in the wisdom of men. Be led by the spirit of God. In fact, the word of God says those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Those who are led by the spirit of God, they're the ones who are promoting the kingdom of God. They're the ones who promote the kingdom because why? Because they're promoting the kingdom in their lives. It's not based on one or the other. One education one is, is not superior than the other. Whatever school you attended, if you attended school, you know, that's still God's choice, whether you attend school or not. You'll be led by the spirit of God because it's not God's will for everyone to attend college. You must be led by the spirit of God. But what all I'm saying is the Lord just wants to show there's not there's not one institution that's better than the other. It's whom the Lord chooses, what the issues that the Lord chooses for you. Let me say this, too. As a high school student, it is not. Don't always go for the one that sends you the most money. You're not led to be led by money, but by the spirit of God. When God selects the institution, when you feel uh, since the leading of the Holy Spirit for, to this particular college, Remember this, along with that college, God is also going to assign you a place where you can worship him. Now, it may be a place on campus or off campus, but all I can tell you is the Lord is 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 also just just as it's important for you to be uh, trained uh, intellectually. But it's also God's will for you to also be trained or, or grow up in the things of God. In other words, have a spiritual home where you can continue to grow in the things of God. God will never send you to a four year or five years to a place where there's no spiritual uh, 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 development. You're not being spiritually fed because if that happens, guess what? You become just like the world. 
You are a Christian first. Once again, the word of God says that your faith does not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Now, we see this mindset vividly illustrated in Genesis chapter 11. Let's read Genesis chapter 11. We'll begin reading at verse one. It says, now the whole earth had one language and the same words as the people journeyed from the east. They found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and tar for mortar. Let's stop right here. The word of God says they had brick for bricks for stone to replace stone and tar to replace mortar. In other words, what the scripture is saying, they were on the cutting edge of technology for that day. They used their technology to do what it is that they wanted to do. They use, once again, their technology. You know, isn't it interesting how we can be so confident in our technology that we'll even try to oppose God at times? Yeah, our technology technology will deceive you. Now, let's continue reading. Then they said, come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top will reach to heaven. Wait a minute. Let's build a city. And a tower that's going to reach heaven. Earlier, I talked about seeds. Listen, these are seeds from the wicked one. Who do you think gave them the idea to build a tower to heaven? Do you think that was their idea? No, you never had an original thought. Every thought that enters your mind either is is influenced by the Holy Spirit or the wicked one himself. Oh, brother pastor, I don't know uh, if that's true. Let me tell you something. Your thoughts in and of separated from the leading of the Holy Spirit is carnal. If you are not led by the spirit of God in your thinking and your actions, you are carnal. You are carnal. That carnality comes from the wicked one. It comes from the wicked one. So once again, the word of God says, whose top will reach to heaven. Let me tell you something. You and I know both. I know both that the enemy had everything to do with that plan. The enemy is trying to get back to heaven, isn't he? Let's continue reading. It says, and let us make a name for ourselves. And let us make a name for ourselves. Isn't it interesting how the enemy will always convince you to try to do something that's going to make a name for yourself? When God wants to make a name for you, he the word of God says he will make your name great, but you have to allow the Lord to do it. The enemy is always trying to push you to make your name great. Once again, we see this sociology or this this uh, socialism, if you will. The enemy is all in this as we and as we travel down this path, we'll see more and more of the wicked one being revealed. Let us make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Is that not what the Lord Jesus Christ, what God rather told them to do? 
He wanted them to replenish the earth. He wanted them to go out and, and expand the garden, if you will. He wanted them to go out even when they were put out, when they were uh, kicked out of the garden, so to speak. The Lord still wanted them to explore the earth. They're doing the very opposite. Once again, the enemy is all in this. See, at first glance, it may look like it's not a big deal. That's why I'm saying once again, it's nothing wrong with celebrating your differences. But make sure your differences does is not contrary to the word of God. Make sure your differences, your celebration is not at the cost of someone else, demeaning someone else. Let's continue reading. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the sons of men built. The Lord said, the people are one and they have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them. I think it's quite interesting. The Lord said that this is only the beginning. What is he referring to them building a tower to heaven? He said this is only the beginning. Once again, when when you have to be careful when you're dealing with 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 the socialism or, or people within your culture that has that motivation that seemingly they want to help the cause and push push the 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 culture or your race or your gender forward and it always in, in the beginning it seems like it's innocent and pure we just want a seat at the table we just want equality what you'll soon realize is they want to dominate it's domination is there true when as you get up there as you get closer to 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 the, the leaders it's domination the word of god says this is only the beginning of what they will do this is only the beginning. You see, as you walk with now, the enemy is a copycat of God. As you walk with the Lord, he revealed more and more of himself to you. He revealed more and more of his plan. The enemy acts the same way as you walk with the enemy, as you get in, become engaged with these different organizations that represents your gender or your ethnicity, you'll begin to real. It'll be revealed to you what their actual plans are. And it looks totally different from the outside. The Lord said once again that this is only the beginning of what they will do. Nothing will be impossible for them. What, what is the point here? If they reach a tower to heaven, looking at the enemy who's pulling all the strings, do you not know? That he's going to try to wage a coup or a war against God again. What do you mean, brother pastor? How can you say that? I don't see that any, any, anywhere in the scriptures. But wait a minute. Now, if the scripture says that he was able to take a third of the angels, convince them in the presence of God, he was able to convince the angels to retaliate, to rebel against God. What can he do with man? He's already putting them in the position or proximity to heaven. As they, let me say, if God would have allowed this, as they, as they went along with this project, the enemy would be, would have began to talk to their minds about, hey, you can be like God. I mean, think about it. The enemy said, and according to scripture, I will be like the most high God. I will set my throne, my throne in the, in the north. He wanted to be just like God. You don't think that anyone would try to make them have a name for themselves, give them this 
evil ideal. Now, let me tell you something. Let's clear some things up. God was not worried about them overtaking him. This move that he made was not based in fear because you can't touch God. But God see what you're doing. He see what you're trying to do. God is all powerful. That was never a thought. So the word of God says, come, let us go down there. Confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. Why did God do this? Once again, was it because God was afraid that they may overtake the kingdom of heaven? No, that once again, that thought never entered his mind. What God did was ensure that his word came to pass. What do you mean, brother pastor? The word of God says, remember that my word will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that what I sent it out to do. The Lord told them to go replenish the earth. Not stay in one place. They were supposed to go out and replenish the earth. They were supposed to populate the earth, but they had another thing in mind. So what did the Lord do through the wisdom of God? Change their language. So what happened? Those who could understand each other, they went in this direction. Those who could understand each other, they went in uh, to another direction. The point is this, his word came to pass. They all went and they did exactly what the word, what, what God told them to do. Populate the earth. You all socialism. We got to be very careful. And, and let me say that this is black history month. Once again, let are you hearing it from me. I thank God that I am first of all, a Christian. I am blood washed on my way to heaven. Before I get there, I have an assignment here on this earth, but the Lord saw fit to make me a black male. Now it's, it's, it's sad. I have to say it this these days, but it needs to be very clear. I am a black Christian straight male. <laughs> Let me tell you something, but because listen, because that's what the word of God tells me to be. My desire is to please God. So I refuse to allow anyone's philosophy, whether it's my own family, whether it's my community, whether it's my race to tell me what I cannot do. No, no, no. I my desire is to do the will of the father. And so should yours. So what's the point? What is God trying to show us? Do not allow these vain, empty philosophical ideals based in the traditions of man, in the intelligence of man, in the experienced man, do not allow these philosophy to infiltrate your thinking. Because if not, if you do, you'll, you will miss God on a lot of things that you're supposed to do. The word of God says, rather than Christ. The scripture says once again, that your faith is not, does not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God, you all, this is black history month. We ought to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate black history month. I thank God for, for those once who went before me to pave the way. I thank God for them, but you know what? I also thank God for those outside of my culture, outside of my ethnic, who God used to help to assist them for them to stand alongside them as they made, as they gave their lives that I may see the freedom that I may 
do what God has called me to do. You all, they ought to be celebrated as well. You all, God loves you. God has a great plan for you. Remember, when you are looking things from the eyes of God, you celebrate your culture, celebrate your ethnicity, celebrate your gender. Those are things. Those are what God made you is nothing wrong. Once again, to celebrate, it's biblical. There's nothing wrong. But also remember those people who paved the way in and outside your culture, your gender and the opposite of your gender. I don't care even if you're male, there are some strong women that helped sh- sh- paved you the way for you, for you to re- reach the success that, 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 that you have. There were some women that helped you along the way. God will use many times people outside your ethnicity, your gender, your race to help you. Why does God do this? So no man, Now, not only single, but culturally can say can glory in his presence. Even in this country, you know, we all probably most of you all know, heard of Crispus Attucks, who was the first person, the first casualty, the first person to give their lives. In the Revolutionary War for the freedom of this country uh, uh, from the British, if you will. In the Revolutionary War, it was a black man. He was the first person to die for this country. You think that was by accident? No, what is God saying? No, 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 no. Listen, this is not a race thing. I'll give you another example. James Amistad, who was a slave, who was used as a double spy, who gave the American armies important information told them that, that the British was, was gathering their forces at Yorktown. So America, the generals had an opportunity to amass uh, uh, defensive, uh, uh, amass their, their army to defeat the British. And that was the last major battle that won America its independence, her independence. You all, the point is this, that was a black man. Those are two black people who had, who greatly contributed to the success of this country's winning their freedom, if you will, from the British rule. So what is my point here? There is no culture. There is no one that will be able to say that uh, we did this as a race of people. We did this as a gender. No, 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 no. Once again, there's nothing wrong with celebrating who you are, but we don't not allow, we will not allow the seeds of the enemy, the discord, the hatred to infiltrate our thinking. You all, God wants us to celebrate. But remember in your celebration, always remember one, first of all, that Jesus is the center of everything. We celebrate our Christianity and we live the abundant life. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.